Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 30 of the Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related with a focus on competitive magic with some friendly banter along the way. Today, I have fellow co host Brandon Smith, aka B Money. How you doing today, man? What's up, dude? Hell yeah. How's, how's your week been, man? Uh, it's okay. It's going by kind of slow. Um, uh, I know that we <laughs> kind of had a couple episodes in between the last one and now that we have kind of scrapped. So I will say that I know that you're probably going to mention it too, but we apologize for being away for a while. We are trying to get back on a regular schedule. It's just been busy with life, things like that. So, uh, but yeah, no, the week's been good. Uh, I am, uh, just trying to get the last few things buttoned up. Um, some last things set aside to bring to vendors and stuff, uh, for Denver this weekend. So I am, uh, I'm in the mode of, uh, I want to, I want the trip to start, but I am also not ready. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally I'm stuck in the middle of that. Yeah. I've been, uh, been having to work some extra hours here and there just to kind of make up for the trip. Um, but overall, you know, no, nothing, nothing too bad. And yeah, we do, we do want to apologize for uh, the lack of uploads as of late. We have had actually like two episodes that we've had to scrap. Um, we've been having audio issues and stuff, but we should be good to go now. Um, but yeah, speaking of, uh, me and B Money and a couple of other team members, uh, we're planning on going to Denver for the RC. Um, so I'm queued. Uh, I think the Anthony's queued. And yep. I think uh, you and Xavier are going to try to bang out them, them LCQs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, um, um, what, what's, what decks are you thinking about playing? Um, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna play Titan probably just for, uh, I mean, at least the first one. Depending on what everybody's playing, I'm assuming there's probably going to be a fuck ton of Rhinos. Uh, I'm just like predicting that half that, not literally half, but like, a large chunk of the room all weekend will be rhinos. So, um, I, I don't know whether to play something to try and game the LCQs or play something cheesy to try and game the LC, game the LCQs. Cause that happened uh, in Atlanta for another guy of ours. Um, he just got cheesed basically by a deck that doesn't really exist. And it kind of sucks because, Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. You're just rolling the dice. But uh, I am probably either going to be between playing... I probably one of three decks. Uh, I'll probably play Titan in the first one to two. Um, then I'll probably lean on either Tron or Creativity in the other two. So we shall see. That's fair. I mean, we also have access to Yogg if you ever want to play that. And For sure, yeah. Literally. I can play literally anything. I think we'll yeah. have basically every deck in Modern with us, so I'm not really worried about, like, having access to stuff. It's just more so, like, I have to 5-0 a league, basically. That's ex- I have to 5-0 an MTGO league. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, um, it also feels that way, because like you said, there's always that one fucker with, like the most random off the wall deck that just stops your five yeah he's playing like five color like (laughs) legends or like five color allies or some crazy crap that you're like what the heck is this and then they're just like i'm gonna put this like so okay uh i did see like some really cool decks that we'll talk about later but um yeah no i just think that like you the same chances you have to 5-0 a league online are the same chances you have to win an lcq i think they're pretty equivalent 
Um, okay, so you you don't think the player quality in RC in like LCQs is better than well online? yeah for sure and I think that the difference I don't I don't think that it's necessarily a player quality thing it's more so like your matchup spread is just as random playing in that as it is playing in a MTGO league I think personally I think more you're gonna have a little bit more meta share with like people in LCQs because they actually care that's why they traveled to this event but at the same time it's kind of like you know, you never know what you're going to sit down across from. You could sit down across from fucking mono black discard or something, you know, and then like, you know, what are you going to do from there? <laughs> it's like, well, you're just going to get smoked by, uh, you know, some deck that doesn't really truly exist. But um, I guess in, in that line of thinking, everything exists. But that's, yeah, no, I think it's uh, I think fair. it's just uh, you have to get I, I think there's a degree of uh, luck that also happens on MTGO leagues to 5-0 them. I know that there's a lot of people that consistently 5-0. I think that's a volume thing more so than anything else. Um, I think that if I sat down and played, you know, five to ten leagues a day, I could probably 5-0 at least two to three of them, I would assume. Especially if I'm playing Titan the entire time. I think there's, a, you know, there's at least a 30% chance of me, you know, doing that. So it's just, uh, I think it's a volume thing on Moto, and I think in person it's just a... Uh, the player quality is probably slightly better, but we'll see. That's fair. I just, I don't know, man. Like, if I'm spending a flight ticket and all this extra money to, like, go to an event, I I don't know how these people muster up, like, the strength to play, like, some random deck. But, like, I mean, you're not wrong. Like We also have the locals, too, in Denver. There's a huge scene in Denver, too. So, it's like, um, like, this is the one RC that uh, the LSV qualified for. Like... But that's, and the only reason he did it is because he he lives in Denver. So for him, it was like a backyard thing, you know, basically. But him even trying to get back onto the Pro Tour is pretty sweet. But, you know, I think I think the, the, the quality of people is going to be good. I think that I am going to run into a lot of meta decks. I'm hoping to not run into any scam. That deck's really annoying. And if I get grief scammed on one again, I'm going to be that guy that flips a table. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> at least they can follow, follow it up with the fury right yeah exactly they that, that up makes with it so much better <laughs> yeah, no. i mean how do you so overall how do you feel about titan going into denver overall like whenever you do q which you gotta we're gonna speak into existence now yeah i hope so uh, the last thing i need is for d anthony to come out of nowhere and be like nah you're gonna scrub out oh my god yeah. <laughs> just like speak it into existence no, we continue. No, uh, how do you feel about Titan? Um, I've seen a lot of lists trying to adapt to Rhinos and and Yogg, and they're playing like Stormwrath in the sideboard and Fire Spout now. I mean, are are you with those changes? Are you against them? Do you think Titan has a target on its head going into the into this weekend? Uh, what, what do you think? No, I think I think that Titan's like in a really good position all the time. I don't think that they're like obviously more so now because I think that the the matchup that was the worst, which is like the turn one furies and like just this the over prevalence of scam as a whole, uh, was really brutal for the deck in that sense because Blood Moon sucks and all that other stuff. But I think Titan's well positioned, uh, but I also think that you can't just pick up Titan this weekend and. Play, and having not played it a lot 
and just be really proficient at it. I think that you'll probably, uh, on average, miss the lines that people that have been playing it forever won't. Uh, so I think that if somebody is going to play Titan this weekend, I think that they need the reps uh, over the last couple weeks. Um, unfortunately, I guess you could say there's not really any cards from the new set that go in Titan. So, I mean, it's a good thing, but a bad thing. It's a good thing because the deck hasn't really changed. It's a bad thing because you don't know how to change your sideboard for what you may see. So it's uh, it's a little difficult, but I, I think Titan's in a good spot. I think that as long as... I've always thought this, as long as you keep good sevens with Titan or excellent sixes with Titan, you can't lose. It's, it's just like borderline impossible. So like... Yeah, you just uh, there's a, obviously a good bit of of not necessarily luck, but you know um, I would say you know some the god has to be gods have to be on your side a little bit. Um, but the deck's really good. Uh, that having the ring in the deck now has just been insane um, because when you cannot find titans and stuff, you can string rings along to basically get to the point where you can do that. Um, you're playing more Besejus now than ever because you can't beat Blood Moons, so you're just you're you're having access to blowing up, um, you know, Blood Moons more. Um, the deck's more tuned for the new meta. Uh, I think it's a little bit more refined as far as the Storm's Rass and stuff that people are playing. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I think that if I cast Storm's Wrath on my Yogg opponent, like I'm already down bad. Like I, it, they're just gonna be like, all right, cool, respond, do the thing. I feel like half the time because Storm's Rast is sorcery, so it's like, I don't know. I you play, you've been testing Yogg all the way up until this event. Like, do you feel like there would be ever a point where your opponent casts a Storm's Wrath and you go, fuck, I, I wish my opponent didn't cast that Storm's Wrath. Like, I, I don't think you'll put yourself necessarily in a position to make it so detrimental that. Storm Wrath gets cast against you. Yeah. Um, so, fun fact the reason why I brought it up is because I did play against a Titan opponent and they went Storm's Wrath. Because, and it was pretty backbreaking, but only, it was only on the fact that I didn't know that Titan was playing those cards now. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, then, like, no shot that's meta. So, um, I looked at a list and Lord and behold, uh, they are playing those cards now. But, because usually the matchup goes, is I just play my hand out, literally just dump everything out, and then cord for Fulminator, cord for um, Yogg, and then just, just try to close out the game as fast as possible. But now that I know that they're playing those cards, and especially with Denver being open deck list, and just being able to see that those cards are like played now, um, I don't think it'll be as backbreaking. Um, granted, I, I think not being able to overextend does make it worse for Yogg because you know now I kind of have to like play a slower game and not kind of overextend my hand um until I either draw Thoughtsies or um or it, yeah it's mostly till I draw Thoughtsies or I know I can go for the kill that turn um but yeah I mean I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's strictly for Yogg too like it's also really good into scam like you just kill everything in scam um uh, how do you know. approach that matchup like if you sit across from your opponent and he goes turn one saga or turn one let's just say untapped land into amulet like where does your mind go do you 
is your game plan now completely different from just like turboing out or is it just like you try and turbo out as fast as you can or like because obviously once you see that i feel like you're it's almost like you're on a chessboard and somebody hits the clock in your direction right and it's like they're like hit hit that timer and it's your 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 time's running out a lot of the times that's how i feel like on the titan end anyways i don't know if it's the same way on on the yog end no yeah for sure like like if i see amulet on one like two things are going through my mind is i need to set up cord asap to interact with the amulet so whether that be haywire might or or like um that's really it honestly it's bro i told no i tell you what this happened the other day to me my i've i played turn one amulet turn two i go to play a bounce land and with the trigger on the stack they fucking or no, what maybe it wasn't turn two it might have been like turn three or something, but with the with the untapped trigger from the amulet on the stack, they quartered for fucking full meter yeah. and hit the fucking land, and then I had to bounce another land back to my hand, and I was like, dude, that is fucking brutal. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, like, like that is that's usually the go to. Like we see a bounce land, so like that, like we usually hold it until we see the bounce land. Um, it's pretty backbreaking. I like. I don't know. I as a Titan, I can't speak for the Titan player side, but it's usually feels really, really good when we just fulminator them. Um, especially with the cauldron in play, like oh my god, like I, I I don't know what what Titan can do at that point, but um, the second we see amulet, it's like okay, well I need an answer for amulet, whether that be Besaju or uh, cord for Haywire yeah, so Might. But that, I guess that, that was my question. Do you do you try and combat the amulet or do you try and combat the Titans? We, like, we can't combat the titans the only way we can do that is if we have yog plus hepatra so it kind I of mean, just... yog plus double undying creature does it too but yeah uh it, it does draw us a bunch of cards but it doesn't actually kills the titan. it i don't know i don't know I don't, it doesn't yeah it does how you just put a bunch of nine minus one minus one counters on the fucking titan but we but the, oh you're right yeah, right yeah, hepatra yeah. has to do that never mind never mind i'm i don't know why i'm thinking that that's crazy yeah that's why we need hepatra right. so hepatra lets us so that we just sack six snakes and, and kill the titan yeah but uh with two undying creatures plus the aug then i mean we're just digging for like combo kill like on the spot mm-hmm. um so i mean that's usually how it goes gris is very good so like yeah granted it can't kill titans at instant speed which I mean, that's now do you let me ask you this. Do you think defense grid is good uh, against you? Uh... Like if, if if I went, let's just say for hypothetical reasons, let's say yeah. I went turn two defense grid, turn three defense grid. So it costs you six to interact on my turn. Yeah, but yeah, but scoop them up. Well, like I mean, but that's the thing, though, like most of your stuff is creature based. So like the, other than cord. So like does defense grid do stay non creature spells? You, your opponent can't cast spells. Uh, if, if your opponent would cast spells during your turn, that cost three more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's like, not um, yeah. I was thinking of the other. It's, it's just attacks for the other person's turn. I was thinking of Trinisphere. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. This is this is just uh, if I cast if if basically if I were to cast a spell on your turn, it costs three more. Okay. Uh, if you were to cast a spell on my turn, it costs three more for each defense grid. Uh. Like, do you think that sets no. you back enough to be like? No, I I don't think that's very good against Yog. 
Okay. Because I feel like sometimes it's like... Like, the second we see defense grid, we're just going to try to do everything at sorcery speed. So we're going to try to kill you at sorcery speed. We're going to... For sure. And I agree with that. I'm just... But it's way more beneficial on the Titan side than it is for the Yogg side. Because, like, you not being able to interact with what I'm doing is way worse for you than me not being able to interact with what you're doing. I think, personally. So, I mean, the, the way you have to look at it, like, most of our interaction, like... It's creature-based. Yeah, it's... Or, like, it, it's pretty, like... It's weird. It's just so weird. I'm just saying, is there a time... I guess, I guess my to boil down my question. If there is a... If there's a place where I, some, someone tries to put a defense grid on the stack and it puts you in an awkward position where you're like, I can either cast this cord now and go grab something that deals with whatever I have going on or I just don't cast it. Like, I guess, do you... I don't know. It's it's a really hard, tough situation. I don't even think we can talk about it. We won't go down that rabbit hole because it's a long well, I mean, fucking it's, conversation. It's fine. Like, I mean, the, the only instant speed interaction that we really care about is Force of Vigor after game one, um, Fatal Push to some degree, and then the like fulminator cords so i mean if we see a defense grid we're just gonna tutor up fulminator like on our turn just because we can always just have it active right so then we kind of force you to play around the fulminator um and For then sure. if we have, I mean, I, yeah yeah that, i mean that's the biggest thing and then force of vigor like being able to stop force like sure that's fine and all but like overall no i don't think defense grid is that good against yawk moth that's fair um um yeah, I just was wondering. No, oh, yeah, um, totally fair. Yeah, so uh, I mean, uh, let's get back to the beginning. How how has your week been? My week's been good, man. Uh, just you know, working a ton, just trying to get them hours for this trip, and just excited, man. I'm I'm really ready to see Denver for the first time. Um, that's gonna be dope. Oh, is this the first time going to? Like, have you never been to Colorado? Never been to Colorado. Whoa, you better pack heavy, son. You better pack some heavy clothes. That's the plan. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be Chile. Yeah, I got some beanies. I got... I, I don't have thick pants, but I mean, it's whatever. I mean... <clears throat> the, the the biggest thing I'm worried about is, like, the snow. But apparently it's not supposed to snow up there. Um, I mean, it'll definitely be all over the place regardless. That's fair. Like, it'll just be all over the ground, and yeah. That's fair. So. No, but I mean, overall, I'm I'm excited. the The, the biggest concern, honestly, is just flights being delayed or whatever. So, I'm kind of glad I'm flying out Thursday. So, like, worst case, you know, I can get there Friday. So. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's a it's a sixty percent chance of snow on Saturday. Ooh. Um, and the low is twenty, or the low is nineteen degrees. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I may need to stop by somewhere and get thicker clothes on. Jesus. That or I can give you the address there, Airbnb, and you can uh, Amazon ship something there. Oh, true. Just prime that shit. I fucking did that shit. I did that shit in Atlanta. I did that shit in Dallas the last time. I forgot my like laptop charger in Dallas whenever me and Xavier went for the Pioneer RC. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I need a charger for my laptop. Because it was like my work laptop and stuff too. So I was like, crap, I actually need this. And so I just freaking overnighted a charger to the hotel. <laughs> That's dope. Just had, had it delivered to the front desk. Yeah, Amazon's crazy. Amazon dude. is crazy. Like, <sighs> who knew that slavery was legal? 
Whoa. <laughs> Honestly. No, I'm just uh, like by proxy of work. It's not like that's not what I meant. Oh, uh, you mean like, <laughs> yeah. like people just working yeah, hand down? Just like that's crazy. Like, I've heard like the conditions at Amazon sometimes are just They're very, terrible. very below par. They're so. terrible. <laughs> but shit. I also know people that in, that love working for Amazon. So I, there's no, really nothing I can. I don't know. I don't know why I went down that route. <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah. No. Um, no. Yeah. They're, they're, there. Yeah. Like their working conditions are totally shit. But I mean, that's besides the point. Fucking. Um, the I think. <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway from Denver though is. And and don't cook me for this. There's right? no takeaway. Yeah, we haven't gone. No, right. no. There's gonna be a big takeaway. I understand. And it's gonna be <laughs> that surveil lands are fucking broken. Oh yeah, you think so? I one thousand percent. Cause I I've been fishbowling yog with the one of like undergrowth mortuary or whatever underground yeah. mortuary or whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. It I think it's a thousand times better than Colony Garden, and um I'm actually cutting peatland as well. Um, I was talking to the meat man. <laughs> he's a, I don't know who that is. he's a proficient like yog player, and um, he sent me his list yesterday. He was like, "Yeah, this is kind of what I plan on playing." And he cut Colony Garden and nurturing peatland for an extra fetch land and the underground or the underground mortuary. And I've been fishbowling like today, and mortuary is really really good. Cause it's like, it's like you're drawing a card off of Peatland, but you don't get punished off of Bowmaster. And there's been a few like sequences where I like fetch out the land, I see a Grist on top, and I have a Cauldron in play, so I just like mill over the Grist, eat it, like all my dudes just become Grist now. Like it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty solid. Um, it's like, I definitely think that the lines that you can create with Cauldron are super cool. Yeah. Like the like, use a fetch land to go grab whatever, and you know, surveil it into the graveyard, and then be able to eat it with the cauldron and go off. Like if it's like just like a wall of roots on top or something, you're just like, all right, cool, throw that in the yard. Wall of roots, my dude, and just like go to town. I I think that's really cool. I think it's a really cool. I think the lands are really cool. Um, I've been seeing other people play it in other formats too, so it's that's uh, a cool addition. Yeah, and at first I was like. You know, I don't think Yogg really plays, you know, like any of the taps or rail lands. And then, um, and then I realized they were fetchable. Can you believe that? I didn't know they were fetchable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all, they're land taps. I was like, oh, this, this <laughs> land cycle's pretty cool, you know, sure. Like, drawing it off the top would really suck, you know, we can't really fetch for it. And then I was looking at it yesterday, I'm like, this shit's fetchable. What the oh, fuck? Yeah. And, dude, and then that's, that's, like I started thinking about everybody on Twitter being like, "Oh, the blue red surveil land so good in rhinos, it's crazy." And I'm like, "I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Like you don't do anything turn one usually, so I I could see it like being in your opener. But no, you can just fetch for that turn one. Yep. It's crazy. I don't know. I could yes. just be like overhyped about these lands, but like the fact that they're fetchable is like crazy to me. Yeah, you can island cycle them too. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, what and, the uh, fuck? Uh, Forest cycle them and stuff. They're really good in, in uh, living end. I would assume. Oh, they uh, have they to are. be right. Well, I mean, you kind of want to cycle with your mana early game, so for sure, and that's fine too. But like being able to cycle without having to actually cycle seems really good. That is true. Yeah, 
Like, just oh, it's a land playing on top. turn one, fetch land, go, grab a surveil land, look at the top card. Oh, it's a whatever creature. All right, cool. Put it in the yard. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't have to waste the card in my hand. That is true. And they also, like, kind of hurt themselves a lot off of their mana. Like, turn one, they always go fetch shock. Turn two, they always go fetch shock. Correct. Yeah, this allows the lines of not having to do that, too. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think the lands are super cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't really looked at standard at all. Like, Me either. Since the changes, like, I've kind of been off-put to standard recently because oh. I haven't really had time. What? That's fair. Okay, look. Uh, I can tell you the standard meta and how drastic it's going to change off of this new set by itself. So, the, uh, okay. the, the top four decks, um, or, you know, most decks... You know, it's going to be Atraxa Piles. It's going to be um, Domain. Um, oh, I mean, oh yeah. yeah, it's also going to be um, Atraxa Reanimator. Um, and then it's also going to be more Domain. I mean, I like the Rakdos Reanimator deck a lot. It's kind of cool, but... Oh, I, I don't think I mentioned this, but I think there's going to be uh, a lot more Atraxa decks, too. And a lot more Domain. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> this set is not gonna change shit for standard man i'm telling you like what big That's cards or like or what notable cards got printed in the set maybe like somebody's there's gonna be that one troll guy playing the 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 bitsy deck you know the crocodile the the wall deck or whatever yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, so. it's that's I'd have no clue. It's called Mitzi, but, I, but there's a there's a blue card. It's uh one generic and three blue, I think. So it's all it's the exact same as Beseech the Mirror, except for it's blue. It doesn't actually do what Beseech the Mirror does, but it says uh, if you put a car if a card would have been put into your graveyard yeah. th this turn, you can cast it without paying its mana cost. That card fucks. So I've been seeing well. This is for Pioneer, which is kind of off the rails from what we we're talking about. But I've been seeing people put Omniscience in the yard. Ooh. And then putting Omniscience into play for four mana. Ooh. Which is kind of cool because they have their surveillance too to like fuel that. But I, I assume that there's probably going to be something where somebody's like, oh, this card's really good. And there's a cool new deck. And maybe there might be one new deck that pops up from it. You know, like maybe there's just like blue, black, big dudes or something. Or like, you know, I don't know, something crazy like that but or like maybe grixis comes back or something because of that but there's also that that minus x minus x removal spell that you think is really good um it's just x in a black uh target creature gets minus x minus x yeah so i think it's really good yeah um so but uh, wh whether they're playable in standard or not because go for the throat's just better bitter triumph's just better <laughs> cut down's just better yeah <laughs> but, like I, I don't think the set really Maybe one or two decks might show up in standard, sure. Um, but I think Pioneer and Modern definitely gained the most from the set. Like like you said, with like Reenact the Crime, that's the one in the three blue. Like, mm -hmm. there's Pioneer decks now that are playing like om four Omniscience, four Ulamog, four Magma Opus, four Beseech. And like, they play like Kaito in the lower end. They're playing like Collector's Fall and Rona. And, you know, you just literally you discard a card with Kaito. You put Ulamog in the bin, and then you just... I'll put Ulamog into play, cast it, exile your two permanents, go. Like, it seems really yeah. good. Yeah. And it's the fact that it goes three into four. So, like, 
Kaito gets like phased out, so it's like has pseudo pr- protection for your next turn. Like, mm-hmm. it's really really good. There's also like yeah. the the. Uh, I'm a huge fan of this card. I don't know if it's playable in Yogg, or at least it's not in the current version of Yogg. Um, Insidious Roots, like. There's like oval chase daredevil like piles in modern now that are like crazy. Uh, there's a pioneer version with like witches oven and like cauldron familiar and like Lolith trolls and chalk the outline or chalk outline whatever. That's the chalk outline. Yeah, yeah that's the four mana green spell. Yeah, or green enchantment or whatever. So like, I could see those decks being good in pioneer for sure. Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of cool shit that came out from the set for like pioneer and modern, but. I I don't know how it's gonna impact standard to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. That's. I think War Leader's Call will affect standard. I think that card's really good. What's that one? Um. It's the it's mixes glorious anthem and uh, and impact tremors. Oh. So it's just ba- it's literally glorious anthem and impact tremors printed on the same card. Oh hell yeah. It's just as creatures you control goes plus one, plus one, and then whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, War Leader Scroll does one damage to each opponent. That's, yeah, I like that. So, like, there is, like, a world where you can play, like, the Convoke deck. That's what I was going to say, yeah. That sounds yeah, really good like, Convoke. And War Leader's Call is probably pretty damn good if you're just, like, gleeful demolitioning your own thing and Take three. dealing, like, bolting your opponent. Yeah. You know? Like, and also progressing your board, so... There's going to be a non-zero amount of people that try those decks and stuff like that. I wish these solve the case things were better, though. I will say that. What? The the uh, the new, like, case cards. They're uh, they're basically sagas that you have to... Oh! It's sagas with extra text. Yeah, yeah. It's Yeah, it's, it's sagas it's saga with extra text. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. So, I wish those were better, but they're not. Um but yeah, no, there's like a couple cool cards. There's not really much out of this set that I'm like. Uh, I do like the fact that Lightning Helix has been Pioneer now. That's cool. That is pretty um, dope. I, yeah, I'm a fan of that. Um, no More Lies is a pretty good card, I think, personally. What does that one do? It's like, it's the blue-white counter spell. It's a counter-target oh. spell unless you control it pays three. If that spell was countered this way, exile it instead of putting it in his counter's graveyard. Yeah, I, th- I think that's very good for... It's basically, Mana Leak with a clause of exiling the card instead. Yeah, it's just good upside. Yeah, it's just better upside for Mana Leak. So. But also it's blue-white, so like it is kind of color-intensive, but I think for like Pioneer and stuff, I think it's fine. No, I totally agree. There's, I think another card that's just low-key kind of sleeper, um, Cryptic Coat, that's a two and a blue. When it enters the battlefield, you cloak the top card of your library, then attach it to it. It's an artifact equipment. Um... So you literally just exile the top card and equip it to that. Um, and then the equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and can't be blocked. And then you can pay two to return cryptic code to your hand. Mm. So, like, you just, you can literally, like, flip the card off the top or the card that you milled with cryptic code if you, like, want to keep it in play or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Flip it, return cryptic code, do it again. That's pretty cool. So, I don't know. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think, I think that card's pretty solid. Um, yeah, there's not really much else besides the lands and stuff that really stuck out to me, to be honest. Yeah, Insidious Roots, like, Cryptic Coat, the Counterspell. I saw somebody t- talking about playing Doppelgang and Titan, and I was just like, yeah, you're tripping hard. I want whatever That card has three X's on it. Yeah, I want that, whatever they were smoking. I mean, you could just do one, but it would just be like, 
I mean, float a bunch of mana and make a bunch of titans. That'd be cool, but like, how cool is that? Not really cool. Yeah, you can just <laughs> kill your opponent anyways. Yeah, you can just kill your opponent instead. Yeah. Um. The evidence eight thing is weird. It's basically just like it's basically just dredge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, or not dredge. Um, it's what's it called? Um, delve. delve yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's basically just delve. I don't think it's very good, personally. I do like undergrowth recon. I would like undergrowth recon so much more if it was one less mana. Uh, can you read it out to me? Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, return uh, return target land card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. It's one green green, but I wish it was just one green. Um. But it would be play. I think it'd be more playable in like legacy and stuff if it was like one and a green. Yeah. Rather than it being like, but it would also probably be borderline too broken. But it also returns the battlefield tapped. So like, what are we really talking about here? That's fair. I mean, it might be good to like get back like a tabernacle or like. I don't know. Well, I mean, like get back tabernacle. Or... Get back. No, get back wasteland. Oh wait. Get back, <laughs> get back uh, in vintage. You go. Get back strip mine. Oh. Like, there's a lot of cool things, but it comes in tapped, which is like the worst part. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Overall, this set felt a little lackluster, which I'm kind of happy about. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm on the side where Del Delny is also sweet. The white, uh, the white creature, the human scout. Uh. It's creatures you control with power two or less can't be blocked by creatures of power three or more. If an ability oh. of a creature you control with power two or less triggers, that ability triggers an additional time. Yeah. Uh, that card's pretty cool. There's also but. the the white enchantment where you can cast creature spells with power, I think, two or less. Assemble the players? Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah, huge yeah. fan of that card, too. At least for yeah, Pioneer or something. I think, I think it's very solid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I... I think that's enough uh, standard yeah. and uh, new set talk because uh, we are focused on modern around these parts. Facts. So how do you feel about modern going into into Denver? Uh, it's just so convenient that every single time there's like a set releasing the weekend of the freaking event. It never fails, man. Dude, it's crazy. It it's like fails. they plan it. Yeah, like no, like it, it's always a coin flip at these events too because you're like. Like obviously the set's been out for a week, right? Like sure, technically. I mean, it has technically been out for a week, but you can't send TCG orders. Like for us, we've like we listed some stuff. We can't send the orders until Friday. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, like why is it so weird that like you, if there was a standard arts queue on Saturday and the set the set pre released on Friday, that you can play the cards on Saturday if you have them. But if you don't have them, then you're just screwed. And then if you ordered them, then you have to wait another week. It's just like that. Some of that stuff just doesn't make sense to me. It's like either release it all on the same day or don't. Or like don't even have the inclination that you could use the cards until the actual release date. Yeah. You know, because then it has and then it incentivizes people to be paying a premium for these cards to get them faster. I've seen these sets being opened up online left and right like weeks before like yeah. the set is actually supposed to release. And it's like, how are these people getting all this product? Like, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. But nonetheless, uh, I think modern is, um, for me, slightly stale. And I mean that with the most respect possible because the format is still fun, but it does still feel stale, in my opinion. 
That's fair. Uh, I actually, I feel the opposite. I feel like modern is in a really good state right now. Like, I get that it's stale, but I just, I don't feel that way about it for some reason. And I think it's because the deck isn't, or the format isn't plagued by, like, five color piles and scam as much as it used to be. Yeah, I guess. I just... But, like, it's shoe it's on the other foot, right? Like, what if it, like, in the same vein, like, now it's flooded with rhinos and fucking scam and fucking yog players. So it's like, which side of the coin do you surely want? I guess, you know? yeah. The thing is, like, all those decks have, like, viable hate, aside from Scam. Like, I, I mean, I... I mean, so is Four Color, just play Blood Moon. Hey! <laughs> they play Leyline Binding. Four Color's not good right now. It yeah, sucks. it's not good right now, but it was when yeah. Beans was out. Yeah, for sure, but that was, cause, that was because of Beans. But that wasn't because Four Color was good, it was because Beans was good. I suppose. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about, like, pre-bands, like... I just hated playing against four color because I didn't feel like anything I did really mattered. Like they would just drown you in card advantage and, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll play this blood moon. They're like float of white. Uh, it resolves, uh, pay five mana or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna, it's five. Eh, it could be four if they have a plant. True. They just go, they line binding your blood moon. Oh, sick. Oh, you're going to draw three cards off of that. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I feel like the format's a lot faster than the four color decks can keep up with. Uh, I think that you have to match up roulette better than everybody else in the room if you're playing four color. True. I think that you have, you like, not necessarily match up roulette, but you also, your spells of the lineup really well. Because I played four color, I, uh, for lack of better words, help put the whole deck originally on the map. But like, obviously a lot's changed since then but like i played the deck a lot i stopped playing the deck now i picked it back up and it just feels not good yeah i just don't i just feel like i'm a turn behind if not more every single game i feel like every other deck is doing just slightly more broken things than i am yeah I, like, I, I think it falls under the same vein of why control is not good in modern right now um, I mean, it's been putting up numbers. Just saying. What color? Blue white. Yeah. Eh. Top eight in multiple challenges. Eh. That, but it, it's it's all off the back of wondering, right? So like, sure, like it, it's doing the control thing, and like, sure, it might have top eighted a few challenges or whatever, but like they, I don't think without the wondering, I don't think the deck would be viable at all, and. Even with the one ring, like the hands where you never draw one ring, like you're playing behind your opponent because every card in modern now is just so impactful immediately and gives you just inherent value just from casting it or putting it into play. So it's like, I don't know. I I, I just miss the good old days where people played uh, a siege rhino and I could sphinx his revelation or response, but... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's never gonna Fair. come back. So I mean, yeah, we wish that'd be fucking fun. I'd love to be casting siege rhinos again. That would be dope. But uh, yeah, yeah, we live in a different era of magic now. Like I like slow. I, I, I so I like the fast, like the more fast formats and stuff when it comes to being able to play force of will and brainstorm and things like that. But when it comes to like 
when it comes to like doing the things that we're doing in modern, I don't know. It's just I don't know why I'm just kind of turned off to it right now. If you if you would asked if you would, you asked me today, yo, three weeks ago, would you have attended Denver? I would have said no. Like, if I could go back, I probably would not go on this trip. Well, what the and it's fuck? Like, we we need our resident Titan player. Well, yeah, for sure, and I'm going. That's not the issue. Like, I'm still going and stuff, but it's just like, honestly, like I'm just, I don't know. Maybe it's because like I haven't really played Magic much recently. I just like haven't been like fully engulfed in like playing RCQs and stuff like that. Like, because I've just been working so much. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's still just kind of like I don't know. Just feels, I don't know. The format just feels not very fun to me. If that makes sense. When was the last time you cast Prime Evil Titan? Uh, last week. Okay, that's probably why. Fair, fair. I, I think the second you go, uh, copy amulet, and then you go, uh, bounce land, cast Titan, kill you, I think that'll get your, your blood flowing again. And I mean, I, I think everybody goes through that phase a little bit where they're like, eh, you know. Yeah. But, I don't know. I've been... And it, it just could, you know, what it could be, why I'm really into modern now, I'm just really enjoying Yogg. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just a fun deck to play. You, that's fair. I get that. There's a lot of play, like, play patterns, which I really like. Um, even though it's like a creature combo deck, I feel like I have a lot of agency over my games, which, I, that's the biggest thing about decks that I enjoy playing. Like, I just feel like I need to have some sort of agency. Like, I don't... I don't like just playing my cards out and then praying my opponent doesn't have hate or answers. So that's why I haven't touched Rhinos. That's so... That's the most boring deck known, I think, to man. Like... I don't know. I might I might try an LCQ with it. I, I respect like, it. I mean, you'll be... That's only five rounds you gotta play with it. You know, but yeah. like, going to like every RCQ, going to every monthly, like, and just playing Rhinos over and over again. I, I don't know how people stay sane. Yeah, that's like I guess making two four fours with trample and like, <laughs> clapping your hands and cheering, like sure, like that sounds great and all, but I just that's not for me. That's fair. And that that I get yeah, that. That's a big issue people have with the deck. It's just so boring. But if you're trying to win, oh, the guy that won the the guy that won the SCG event said that he was playing Legacy when everybody else was playing Modern. That's accurate. That's what that's basically what he said. He said the deck's broken. Deck is it's very <laughs> strong. I mean, I'm not gonna. Um, disagree with that because I, I do think yeah. rhinos is just it does the most for the least amount of work yeah like you just tap your land draw a card well like also having like tidebinder and stuff now is like super good that is true yeah like you can full tidebinder you're playing multiple subtleties you're like you have gain you ha the tide the tidebinders kind of opened up a different avenue of the deck where you can play kind of into the decks that you normally couldn't play into like like the ring decks and stuff like yeah it's just yeah i don't know i mean that's i mean it's pretty brutal when somebody tie binders your chalice trick oh yeah so. dude that's crazy <laughs> stifle the water like, oh, counter the spell bang yeah, stuff like that. It's kind of brutal, but... Yeah, no, I think Rhinos is really good. I think there's going to be a lot of it this weekend. I think that there is going to be a non-zero... Uh, or, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a decent chance that there's going to be a decent amount of scam. Um, 
I don't know that it, I think the scam is probably less popular in paper than it is online, but we shall see. Um, yeah, and then obviously, like you, you're just gonna have a bunch of yog and a bunch of rhinos. There will probably be a decent amount of titan at this event. Um, but I, I, I low key like am kind of wanting to see where these food decks are going, because. I feel like some people could brew up something sweet that really does damage to the format. You know what um, I'm really scared about, and I've been thinking about it a lot? What? Is rolling up to this event, and it's just a bunch of, like, Asmo, like, Daredevil, Insidious root decks. I mean, that'd be sweet. That'd be, that would be sweet. I mean, I don't think that's going to be the case, just because people spend way too much money on Modern to do that. But That's fair, but... I feel like that deck is crazy good, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just going to LCQ. I'm going to purge my collection a little bit. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff that was that used to be in the cube that is no longer in the cube that is expensive that I'm going to get rid of. Um, so I'm just going to kind of cover all bases with the trip. Uh, and then obviously enjoy some time, get some get some good food. Um, you know, hopefully it does snow a little bit because that'd be kind of dope. Um, but also I am driving to this event, which is crazy. So we have a twenty hour drive. <laughs> um, it's gonna be brutal, but you know we'll be alright. Yeah, I think we that drive will make is. It happen. I think y'all are built different for that drive. Um, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, but I mean, I get it, y'all. I mean, I'm only to do doing it. it to help DeAnthony. Yeah, that's exactly. the only reason because his heart condition or whatever. Yeah. So like, I mean, it was gonna be a little bit cheaper because there was a fourth person, but now it's not. So yeah, that kind of a little weird, but oh, we shall see. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We have, we're gonna have me, you, uh, Xavier. We're gonna have DeAnthony. We're gonna have. Joby at the house too, I think, and then that should be it. So, yeah, it should be it should be fun. Um, should get some decent testing in. We'll be there a day and a half, basically, before a day before everybody. So that should be fun. Uh, I'm already looking up good places to go eat. Uh, I kind of wanted to go visit um, uh, something on Sunday if we all are kind of. If none of us are still in, I would like to go do something with the squad, you know? Maybe go to the Garden of the Gods or something. Go go explore out there. That'd be kind of cool. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, there's Your first time in Denver is going to be gonna be fun. I, I wish I could just go snowboarding. I, honestly, <laughs> I would be lying to you if I didn't put it pat. If I, if I didn't think about possibly just, like, going and then just going up to the fucking mountains for a day. <laughs> and then just snowboarding for like an entire day and then coming back. I mean, shit, fuck it. <laughs> but. I don't think anybody nah. would follow you for that. So Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I think it'd just be super fun. But also, that would be more expensive than everything else. That's also true. So. So, do you know when, when you guys are getting there? Um, I mean, predictably, probably around... Uh, let's see. So if we leave tomorrow, um, it'd probably be around 
I'd say around eight o'clock, seven o'clock, probably or like conservatively eight o'clock, seven o'clock Thursday. Okay, so y'all would get there about a couple hours before me. I get there around midnight. Yeah, it'd be like around dinner time, like right after dinner time, kind of. Okay. So like, we'd be we'd be like rolling in like you know like six seven o'clock probably or like se- anywhere from seven to nine probably. Okay. I'd say that's the sweet spot, seven to nine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what time do you fly? In? Uh, I get there at midnight. <laughs> okay. Well, if you need to arrive from the airport, just let us know. For sure. Or if you want to arrive from the airport, I'll just come pick you up. Bet. Sounds good to me, man. But yeah, um, I think. Whew, excuse me. It's a little late when we're recording this episode. I'm a little tired, but <laughs> um, the uh, no, I, I think that the the weekend's gonna be fun. Uh, I. Uh, just seeing, honestly, after seeing the SCG results and stuff from like the modern events, it, the format's still kind of all over the place. You can basically play most decks and still be fine. Yeah. Um, I think there's always going to be some amount of luck that you have to have when running through, like you know, a tournament like this. Um, but that is also matched with skill as well. So it's just one of those things where, uh, you know. You just have to play tight and also get a little bit lucky, you know? So, we'll see. I think it'd be so gassed to LCQ and then go deep. So, we'll see how that goes. Well, hell yeah, man. Um, I'm just surprised I'm actually going to LCQ, I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) It's not like it's Dallas. Like, Dallas would be different. It's it's a car ride. That's like eight hours. That is true, but making a 24-hour car ride to, like, LCQ, that is... A 20 hour car ride is crazy. That is. Yeah, and that's what we're doing. It's 19 and some change, so. The pair of balls, crazy. dude. That's that's crazy. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, anybody that will be at the Denver RC, uh, we will. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to have jackets on and shit, but we are. I'm going to wear my jersey over my jacket, anyways. So if you guys do see us with the team Metamorph black and white jerseys on, please don't hesitate to come say hello. Uh, we are currently working on having our own tokens and stuff to have for the for the team or for the podcast. So um, we'll have uh, probably some tokens and stuff to give away. Uh, I would assume probably at Dallas if we go to Dallas. It's a standard event, so I don't know if I really want to go. Honest, I feel that. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, so if you do see us, don't hesitate to come up and say what's up. Sorry again for being a little absent recently. We uh, just life. So I know that I know that Chris has been super busy. Who? I know that I you. <laughs> Who's Chris? <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm so not used well, to people calling I mean, to the me. Cr- I know, I know, <laughs> but to the to the crowd, I would assume everybody knows you as Chris Vega or you know I don't know whatever. Yeah. But um, you know I know that you've been super busy, not just with the work, but with everything else. I've been super busy with work and everything else as well so we just really haven't found a time and then in the time we did find we just kind of scrapped both those episodes because there were you know we had issues or i had issues rather (laughs) um but yeah no um we're gonna try and get we're gonna get back on a regular schedule and keep everyone a little bit more updated on what's going on with us also what's going on with the current formats and what we think about them so um yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I can't... Uh, I wish... I honestly wish Cameron was going because then it would be the whole squad. Yeah, I think this would be the first event where the full team went. It would be the first and only event where the whole team came. 
There, I mean, there were the um, first two events where it was just Yumi, Cameron, and Tanner, and we all kind of for went, sure. But ever yeah, since yeah. we added Xavier, I don't think we've had a full. Nope. Yeah. And then it, when we added D, we you know we went to events with D, but it wasn't like that. Yeah, I think I think we definitely need the to go to Dallas, and this time we're we I think we all need to roll up. I mean, that'd be fun for sure. I think, and I I think that it, if we do Dallas, I think it should be like a team only house. Personally, I agree. I think that'd be super fun, but we'll see how that goes. Um, no offense to anybody else, just you know, we gotta gotta get our heads right, you know. No, I agree. Get our get break the format the night before or some crazy shit where we're all scrambling for cards the next day. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be fun. No, I agree. I think we're gonna have a blast. I'm excited. Um, I'm really excited. But, I mean, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to cover before we uh, close out today's episode? Uh, no, not really. Um, I, w- I will say, uh, good luck to everyone that is playing this weekend. Uh, Chicago is also now sold out. Uh, so good luck to everyone that is going to be playing in Chicago, um, for the PT and or PTQs or whatever is going on that weekend. Secret layer showdowns, all that stuff like that. Good luck to all you guys. Um, and I hope to meet some of you guys in Denver. Awesome. Well, sounds good. And again, like B Money said, thank you guys so much for the support. And um, we do apologize for the lackluster uploads as of late. But uh, hopefully, this is the start of us getting back on track and being able to do weekly uploads. And no, 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 it is the start. It, this is the start. You heard it. <laughs> so uh, the comeback's better than the setback. We'll comeback. We've always been here. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, good luck to everybody this weekend in Denver and everybody going to Chicago. We do appreciate you guys. Make sure you leave a like and a review on the podcast. It does mean the world to us. And, you know, hopefully we can meet some of you guys in Denver. And if you are one of those people that are driving up to Denver, please be safe. Uh, you know. Also flying. flying. Yeah, if you're flying, you're fine. Yeah, Don't be yeah, safe. Yeah, kind of chilling. That's <laughs> Um, But yeah, make sure you guys take care of yourselves and uh, – Get sleep. Good night's sleep. Yeah, yes. Okay. Good night's sleep before. Also, deodorant, deodorant, deodorant. That's a big one. And stay hydrated. Please. Fuck, fuck yes. the Cokes. Fuck the Sprites. Drink water. That's what your body needs before a tournament. So, um, yeah, you guys, stay hydrated. Be safe. And we will see you guys in Denver this weekend. And once again, thank you guys for listening to the Completed Podcast. And this is the end of episode number 30. Bye, everyone. Peace.